across the sea. It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me all summer long. We sang a song and then we strolled that golden sand. Two sweethearts and the summer wind. Good morning, Laguna Beach. This is Craig and Rainbow Radio. Boy, that was a that was a rush. <laughs> oh, uh, it is Saturday, and it is uh, September. Can you believe that? That was my tribute to the summer, Frank Sinatra and the Summer Wind. Yeah, it's still summer. It's I, I say that because it is 78 degrees coming into Laguna Beach this morning. I'm not sure what the temperature. But Rainbow Radio every Saturday morning with the weather and um, shocking. It is 83 is going to be the high today in Laguna Beach. Uh, plenty plentiful. I like that plentiful sunshine. I haven't had that one. Sometimes it says an abundance of sunshine, but today it's plentiful. High 83, wind southwest 5 to 10 miles an hour, and humidity is 61%. Let's look ahead to the week and see what we have in store. You may want to make sure your air conditioning filters are clean and ready to go. 
because we're going to start off tomorrow at 90 degrees and the rest of the week it's going to be uh, mid 80s uh, up to 87. So it's going to be very warm, sunny, sunny, sunny. Thursday is going to be mostly sunny and then Friday we're going to get partly cloudy and then next Saturday, a week from today, uh, showers, 37% chance of showers. That's not real high percent, but um, probably very humid. So it's very warm this next week. Uh, I guess that's goes with the territory this time of year. We're really spoiled warm. We're considering, considering warm uh, in the 80s where other communities are considering warm, you know, 105. <laughs> so we are still blessed here in Laguna Beach as I like to say. Hope everyone's had a wonderful week and have some great plans for this Labor Day weekend. You know, Monday is a holiday, yes. Um, and I should mention right off the bat, get this out of the way, K-Fest, Wednesday, October 26th, we are celebrating 10 years, 10 years, that's a decade, of KXFM at the Festival of Arts. And then we have a full casino, a silent auction, and artists creating masterpieces before your eyes. How about that? <laughs> so yeah, you can probably garner a few artistic, uh, you know, ideas just watching the work. And there'll be four amazing bands, the Trapdoor Special, the Top Shelf Brass Band, and Cayucas, Cayucas, another band, and Flashback Heart Attack. So tickets are on sale for $85 at kxfm.org. Uh, click the banner at the top. That's on our own website here at kxfmradio.org. So I got to get the radio in there, kxfmradio.org. Yeah, so that's all the, um, that's the news and the weather. And we're going to, um, I'm going to shout out right now. I got a, the headline news article today, <laughs> which I found interesting. Uh, you know, you know, I always like to give the news right off the bat, and because uh, there is a lot of news these days in in our world, a lot of things are shaken out. Maybe that's a good thing. Shaken out—that's a good idea. Get 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 to the the truth the truth of things and sort it all out. Get our house cleaned up <laughs> and move forward. Charge on. Anyway, I my dear friend in Chicago sent me this the. Uh, news article uh alex said uh which i you know it's hard to find good fun articles i i <laughs> if i can't find any in any positive really good news articles i can often find something that's humorous and make a little light of but here's some just good news articles i feel as we well know in the lgbtq community it seems that there's always headlines of Oh, some dire information about uh, less than pleasant goings on around the world. Um, it seems the pendulum has swung in a very good direction for many years, and now it seems to be swinging in a less than good direction, hopefully not for long. But anyway, here's a, a good direction, I feel like. Democratic lawmakers and allies launch a new pro-LGBTQ agenda pack. How about that? Now I never thought about why don't why doesn't the LGBTQ have a have a pack? Heck, everyone else has a pack, <laughs> a political action committee. Why don't we have a pack? Or why don't the, I mean, 
It makes sense. I mean, it's just to be fair about everything. So anyway, a, a Pennsylvania Democrat, Democratic State Representative, uh, Malcolm Kenyatta will serve as chairperson of the board for the new political action committee aimed at defending. We're not asking for special rights, just defending LGBTQ plus rights. So uh, I, I applaud that uh, activity. Today, a coalition of LGBTQ plus grassroots activists, um, campaign professionals, allies, and elected officials announced the creation of a political action committee dedicated to LGBTQ plus rights. The organization called the Agenda PAC attends to, intends to challenge politicians and incumbents who oppose LGBTQ plus rights through its targeted activities, its mission is not only to hold anti-LGBTQ politicians accountable, but also to defend LGBTQ plus elected officials and create an aggressive paid communications campaign, the organization says. It goes on to say that it's first on its agenda is protecting Pennsylvania from Republican gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano, a current state senator, by getting Democratic Josh Shapiro elected. In the wake of the Dobbs decision in which the conservative Supreme Court repealed Roe versus Wade and Justice Clarence Thomas mm -hmm, wrote in a concurring opinion that the court should reevaluate similar cases dealing with marriage equality and same-sex intimacy. Oh, I never heard that part about the same-sex intimacy. Um, so not only you can't you get married, you can't have same-sex intimacy. I mean, who gave them the right to judge? Out Pennsylvania Republican a Representative Malcolm Kenyatta tells the advocate that's beyond the it's beyond the time to act. When Clarence Thomas wrote that concurrence, he wielded he welded together the freedom to love and to choose, which are both at great risk. Kenyatta says he notes that some states have already moved to criminalize abortion while others are scrambling to take away the right of reproduct reproductive choice from their residents. Agenda PAC will serve at the, at the intersection of pro-LGBTQ plus and pro-choice action to fight against conservative attempts to undo the prog progress made over decades, according to a press release. We are filling a gap and creating something that doesn't exist right now in terms of an entity that is completely focused on creating aggressive political campaigns going after these beatable bigots, oh my, who are trying to take away our freedoms as LGBTQ plus folks and take away the right to choose on a number of different fronts, Kenyatta says. He adds that with a record, of num record number of anti-LGBTQ laws being introduced at all levels of government this year, it is more evident than ever to bring the fight for LGBTQ rights to the doorstep of those who attack the LGBTQ plus community. The organization plans to, to strategically fill this gap, put its resources into winnable electoral races, and to move pro-LGBTQ donors, advocates, and activists to action. Agenda P8 says. Kenyatta, who will serve as chairperson for the board, says he is focused on beating all the beatable bigots in the upcoming elections. Wow, that's a tall agenda. Uh, 
joining Kenyatta on the founding team are political strategist uh, Joe Trippi and pollster Celinda Lake, also joining our Florida State uh, Senator Shivrin Jones, Nebraska State Senator Megan Hunt, and North Dakota State Rep Joshua Bashi. In addition, Ted Bordelon, who is the organizing of as organizing the PAC will serve as executive director. Key demographics for Democrats, especially women, are being moved by the increased threats to freedoms we've seen ramp up after Roe and crystallized by Justice Clarence Thomas's concurrence. And Democrats need more players like Agenda PAC to reach these voters, Lake said in a statement. The PAC's first electoral primary will be defeating. Mastriano, one of the most controversial candidates for governor nationally, who has a, a history of anti-LGBTQ views and views and remarks. Mastriano was the at the January 6th insurrection. Wow, he has said that marriage equality should be should absolutely not be legal. Dimis discrimination against gender identity should absolutely not be put into law. Hmm. And LGBTQ people should not be allowed to adopt. And he's running for what? Governor. Hmm. Uh, Kenyatta, who has rocketed into the national spotlight because of his role in defending Pennsylvania's election results when Republicans in the state attempted to adjust the results in the 2020 general election in which Donald Trump lost the state, is the first out LGBTQ plus elected official of color in the Pennsylvania General Assembly. He says that since then he's received vile attacks and even death threats. That's what I just don't get. Why do we have to be so horribly angry and yeah, that needed to invest, be investigated by the police? The experience has solidified his resolve to fight back, he says. The reality is I've learned that people don't fight you win, they think you're losing. I have learned people don't fight you when they think you're losing, Kenyatta says. They fight you because they know that you are winning. They know that, that not only we are winning to make America prom promise accessible, the American promise accessible to all people, they know when we say all, we mean all, no matter who you love no matter who you identify and no matter who you are well i wish them their best for their efforts with their pack what do they call it lgbtq plus agenda pack it's the agenda pack for short so i hope there's more good news Anyway, that's the dealio. <laughs> I don't know how you can get elected and purport to represent just a, a narrow slice of your constituents. Uh, I thought you'd get elected to represent all your constituents, you know, um, whatever their views may be. But that's just me. <laughs> KXFM 104.7. Craig here in Laguna Beach. That's the headline news for the for the moment. Um, take a short music break. We'll be back on the other side, I think. Now, I 
uh, yeah, I'll be right back. I should uh, remind everyone there are a couple ways to listen to KXFM 104.7 and certainly one is to go to the website and download or hook up with our app which is available on Android and on uh, app iPhone so you, you can download the app and listen to it wherever you want to uh, live as it's broadcast from the studio uh, on your uh, smartphone device and uh, 
both apps are free. There's, um, no, you know, just put them on your phone. Also, you can listen to it uh, on any PC or Mac uh, computer. That's one way to uh, listen to KXFM. It, certainly, if you're in the area in Laguna Beach and you have an FM, one of those old <laughs> radio devices called FM, AM, FM radios, you can tune it to FM and we're on the dial at 104.7. Um, the, the signal strength is uh, pretty much just Laguna Beach and some into Dana Point and in the uh, nearby areas. So um, you won't get it in LA or San Diego or um, that far out. But uh, locally, you, yes, you can tune in. Uh, the third way uh, for my show is you can also go to uh, um, Zoom, which I do broadcast it on Zoom and I do also put it on Facebook. However, on Facebook, you won't get the music because they um, copyright it and block it out. I've had people say, Craig, I was watching your show and your music doesn't work. You should know that, well, when, if you're watching it on uh, Facebook, never fear. It's not me or the, or the studio. It's uh, Facebook uh, has copyrighted it and they won't, uh, they won't broadcast it. There, uh, uh, it, it seems, you know, we pay all the, the, the copyright fees and one day, I suppose, we'll get it sorted out where uh, Facebook understands that we've already paid the fees to broadcast the music, and, and hopefully um, it will uh, they will allow it. But we're not quite there yet. So, uh, unfortunately, on Facebook, you can't get the music. But uh, on Zoom, if you log in on Zoom, you can. Now, how do you get to Zoom? Well, you can go to rainbow-radio.com rainbow-radio.com and the link is there uh, it's always the same never changes uh, i've sent out many um emails e-blasts e with that link on it it's the same one so if you want to uh, drop in you don't have to say anything you can just uh just listen to it and watch uh you can see me <laughs> if you want <laughs> but you can listen to it and um you can see me in the studio if i have a guest then we're both here on uh, Zoom as well. I am considering also uh, broadcasting it or broadcasting it instead of um, sending it to Facebook, but sending it to YouTube. Um, I think uh, that might be a better place for it, but I have to uh, finish setting it up, which takes some time, which I'll let you know if we get every, when we get there. But right now, those are the ways to tune in. So it's easy any one of the above and um the uh and if you do want to uh, chime in you can also call into the station the phone number for the call in is on uh the website 949 715-5936 715-5936 and uh it rings here in the studio and I can I can chat with you live on the air if you want no profanity, <laughs> but if you get some news about what's going on in the in the weekend and you want me to talk it up a little bit and, and share it with the community, that's uh, great. I can we can always do that. So those are the ways to communicate. Also, an email is also also works if you got an event coming up or or if you want someone to be on the program, and that is also uh, very doable too. I love to interview people, and. Uh, Keep everyone informed about what's going on in the community and how wonderful uh, the community is. Yes. 
So that's it. Having said all that, let's get on to on this day in history. Yes, uh, on this day in history this week or starting today. Can you believe it's September 3rd? What happened to August? It just slipped away. So we're moving along to September 30, 1969, going way back. The American Psychological Association issues a public declaration condemning oppressive actions against any persons for reasons of sexual preference. It uh, condemning it uh, and endorses the rights of homosexuals and other sexual minorities. It is the first national professional organization to voice, voice support of gay and lesbian civil rights. That is in 1969. Wow, that's a shot across the bow for what was to come. So things have moved along a long ways, but I digress. And and moving along to September 4th, nothing more, nothing else happened on the 3rd. September 4th in 1957, the Wolfden, Wolfenden report is published in England. Oh, yes. The committee recommends that homosexual behavior between consenting adults and private should no longer be a criminal offense. 57. Oh, my. The committee also recommended that the age of consent for sexual acts between men and <laughs> between men be set at 21 in contrast to 16 for heterosexual and lesbian sex. So, okay. <laughs> um, I suppose they had their reasons. In 1976, start of the three-day fourth annual gay conference for Canada and Quebec held in Toronto included a rally and march. Mm. 76. In 1990, voters in Florida... Boward County defeat gay rights ordinance 59% to 41%. Mm -hmm. Well, I wish they'd say the gay rights ordinance, was it good against or for? I think, I, I don't know. That, that's a very incomplete <laughs> event. In 2002 in Hungary, the Constitutional Court appeal repeals Court ruling 199 of the penal code equalizing the age of consent for both heterosexual and homosexual activity at 14. Oh, my. Okay, moving along to September 5th on this day in history. In 1970, Colombia changes homosexual behavior from a felony oh, to a misdemeanor. Well, I suppose that's progress. And the maximum penalty is reduced to three years. In 1987, the Homo Monument and Memorial to LGBT Victims of the Nazis is dedicated at Amsterdam, Netherlands. That is a wonderful monument, actually. Moving along to September 5th in LGBTQ history, in 1935, whoa, we're going way back, the New York University professor, Dr. Lewis W. Max, tells a meeting of the American Psychological Association that he has successfully treated a partially fetishistic, fetishistic, hmm, a partially fetishistic, that's in interesting, homosexual neurosis with electric shock therapy. 
delivered at intensities considerably higher than those usually employed on human subjects. Oh, that's a scary thought. Max's presentation is the first documented instant instance of aversion therapy used to cure homosexuality. Did it really work? <laughs> For more on aversion therapy, oh my. 1935. <laughs> it sounds pretty scary. In 1971, the annual conven convention of national organizations for women passes a resolution acknowledging oppression of lesbians as a legitimate concern for fem of fem feminism. Well, I suppose so. In 2005, the California legislation passes a bill by 21 to 15 in the Senate and 41 to 35 in the Assembly to legalize same-sex marriage, becoming the first state legislature in the U.S. to do so without judicial prompting. So they didn't have to hear from the courts. They just did it on their own. <laughs> Yay, California. <laughs> In 2011, California Governor Jerry Brown signs SB 117 into law. SB 117, known as the Equal Benefits Act, bars the state from entering into contracts worth more than $100,000 with vendors that do not offer equal benefits to spouses of same-sex employees. Hmm. Jerry, good on you, Jerry. <laughs> Moving along to September 7th. In 1981, Larry Kramer and two friends put up a banner at the Fire Island dock that says, Give to Gay Cancer. They make only $124. Hmm. In, in 2011, the United States Department of Health and Human Services issues a finalized guidance memorandum that creates an enforcement mechanism for the policy announced last year by the Obama administration, mandating hospitals that receive Medicare and Medicaid funding allow patients to designate their choice of visitors during inpatient stays, including same-sex partners. Good on you, Obama. <laughs> and moving along to September 7th, in 1983, the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco rules that federal immigration authorities cannot prevent lesbians and gay men from entering the country purely on the basis of their sexuality. How about that? In 2008, Rachel Maddow becomes the first openly gay anchor of a major primetime news program in the United States and hosts the Rachel Maddow Show on MSNBC. How about that? And she's still doing it. In moving along to September 9th, on the last day in this week in history, in 1985, the New York City Borough of Queens, such a lovely name, Parents launch a school boycott after the city allows second grader with AIDS to attend classes. Uh, well, you know, they really didn't know what to expect. And there was a lot of, um, a lot of misinformation and a lot of, I don't know, I guess, anger and all sorts of that other stuff. But in 2010... Judge Virginia Phillips of the United States District Court 
for the Central District of California ruled in log cabin Republicans versus United States of America that don't ask, don't tell policy violates the Fifth and First Amendments to the United States Constitution. On November 2nd, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal indefinitely extends a temporary stay of the judgment. So they didn't want to do anything about it. They recognized it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But uh, we're not going to do anything about it for a while. We're just going to issue a temporary stay. But I digress. <laughs> uh, and I, I digress, I digress, I digress. Anyway, so we'll be right back. Miles in Budapest, my, my hidden treasure chest, golden grand piano, my beauty focused EOU. Ooh, you, ooh, I leave it all. My acres of a land, I've achieved. It may be hard for you to stop and believe, but for you, ooh, you, ooh, I leave it all. If you take my hand, but for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd lose it all. Ooh, for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd lose it all. Chest, 
Golden Grand Piano, my beautiful Castillo, you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd leave it all. Ooh, for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd leave it all. There's a place I go to when no one knows me. It's not lonely. It's a necessary thing. It's a place I made up. Found out what I made up. The nights I stayed up. Counting stars and fighting sleep. Let it wash over me. I'm ready to lose my feet. Take me off to the place where one reviews life's mystery. Steady on down the line. Lose every sense of time Take it all in, wake up, that's my part Day to day I'm blind to see And find how far to go Everybody got their reason Everybody got their way We're just catching and releasing What builds up throughout the day It gets into your body And it flows right through your blood We can tell each other secrets And remember how to love Dear friend Michael Witkowski, catch and release. That's our, that's our connection. That song, as, as songs are often a uh, something that connects you to other people, and that's a wonderful thing. I know in relationships they often connect relationships together, and then when they're over, <laughs> you never want to hear the song again. But <laughs> that's how that works sometimes. But but unless I digress. <laughs> 
No, um, so that goes out to Michael. But songs do provoke, uh, they're, they're like a combination, a, a recipe for your memories to get back to your memories. They, um, they're, they're, they always provoke a lot of wonderful things, most of the time. <laughs> oh, I dug myself in that hole. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's, let's hit the headlines here and see if we can uh, move right along. Um, as I do, I found that it's it's better to not delve too deep into the headlines, just kind of to go through them to give everyone kind of an overview. Um, and and if you want to delve into the headlines, there's always this news uh, source that collects all the news globally, and it's easy to, to find. It's called Alturi, A-L-T-U-R-I.com. They have everything. But the first thing on the news I have that was uh, happened on August 26th, Nebraska school officials close a newspaper. Yeah. After LGBTQ issue. Isn't that lovely? So get this. The newspaper's been around for a long time. Uh, in Grand Island, Nebraska, Nebra administrators of the Nebraska school shuttered the school's award-winning student newspaper just days after the last edition that included articles and editorials on LGBTQ issues leading press freedom advocates to call the move an act of censorship. The staff of the Northwest Public School's 54-year-old Sage newspaper was informed on May 19th of the paper's elimination. The Grand Independent reported. Three days earlier, the newspaper had printed in its June edition, which included an article titled Pride and Prejudice, LGBTQIA+, on the origins, the origins of Pride Month and the History of Homophobia. It also included an editorial opposing a Florida law that bans some lessons on sexual orientation and gender identity and dubbed by critics as Don't Say Gay. So they didn't like it. They didn't want, want anything more about it. So just eliminate the whole newspaper, okay? Yeah. Okay, and then moving along to where we move, where we move to the United Kingdom. And this I just don't get. <laughs> okay, there's a pride event in the in the UK in Cardiff, and uh, there's uh, the usual people at a pride event, drag queens, and you know. And then there's lesbians too, but the lesbians didn't show, they just showed up, but they didn't, they didn't have a contingent in the parade. They were just like, you know, they just showed up and they decided to take issue with the drag queens because they felt because they had male anatomy that, and dressed as females that they gave the lesbians a bad name and they wanted to let them know that, uh, and they get very confrontational, and the police had to remove them from the event. Now, what? <laughs> police removed a group of lesbians from a gay pride march in Cardiff after an officer was filmed telling the gender-critical women to step aside due to confrontation with transgender marchers and their supporters. A video shows lesbian and transgender women shouting at each other on, on the road. The activist group called Get the L Out of UK, which stands for Trans Against Transgenderism, shared footage on an August 27th at Cardiff Pride 
2022 event. The clip at the Cardiff Pride event, to, uh, in the clip of the event, two rival marchers can be seen shouting at each other uh, on St. Mary Street during the during the march. Organizers of the event uh, have since claimed the lesbian group had interrupted the march and were not registered to attend. The police officer can be heard saying to the women's that their group is causing confrontation between different groups of people. The group were holding banners that said, trans activism erases lesbians and lesbians don't like penises. Mm -hmm. <laughs> South Wales police said the group was cooperative and left shortly thereafter. Oh my God. Please folks. <laughs> Pentecostal and next news item, Pentecostal and Charismatic Council intensifies press, pressure on Parliament to pass anti-LGBTQ bill. Oh, this is in Ghana. I'm, I'm sorry, Ghana has such, they have such a, a difficult time. Now, this is a religious organization in Ghana, and they're trying to get a law against homosexuality. And poor Ghana, which is a big community, a big country, um, and it's Ghana, which every people say Guyana or all these. It's Ghana, G H A N A, Ghana, and it's uh, it's in the continent of Africa. It's on the east, or excuse me, on the west coast, and it um, it um, I don't know. I'll just read it. Uh, the Ghana Pentecostal and Charismatic, I guess what it, I don't know why I call it Charismatic Council, has given Parliament the end of October 2022 to pass an anti-lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer bill into law. Reverend Professor Paul Frimpong Monso, president of the council, who made the call said failure by parliament to pass the law by the said date would see the GPCC take various actions against the legislature and government, including hitting the streets with its members to demonstrate. He sounded the warning at the farewell service held for, uh, for Reverend Dr. Emmanuel Baraga, the immediate past general secretary of the GPCC. The council ever inducted into office Apostle Emmanuel Nil Okuli oh as the new general secretary. Reverend Frimpong Manso said that the GPCC was in full support of the bill and that Parliament must speed up its passage into law for the Guyanians. He cautioned that the council would not hesitate to call on its members and call them to the street to demonstrate if Parliament failed to pass the bill into law by the close of October. Well, I hope they fail to call it to law and let them take to the streets and let other people take to the streets as well. Oh, my. Now, India, you know, they were uh, colonial laws, which meant that... Um, Oh, essentially, gay stuff was verboten because, um, you know, Queen Victoria. Well, there's a the big history there. By the way, 
I've often wondered why such a wealthy part of the Americas, which is Mexico and Central America and South America, which are very, very wealthy in natural resources, have struggled so many years to be, um, I don't know, with with poverty and so many things. While the United States is one of the wealthiest, well, has been the wealthiest country nation in the United in the world for many years, and you know, given the close proximity and the the close uh, numbers of um, in uh, natural resources, what happened? What is the cultural difference between the United States, Mexico, Central America, and South America when? When you look at um, at history, where how did we get to where we are, and how what was what caused these differences? Why why? Because I always I always felt like um, we have a lot of we have corruption in the United States. Oh, do we have corruption? But if you look at Nogales and both sides of the border there, and you look at the poverty and and the and the uh, I don't know the despair, and then you look at the U.S. side and the relative comfort and uh, wealth, by comparison, you you have to you have to question what happened. What's what causes it that to be this way? And so there is a um, documentary on YouTube that really explains essentially how the Spaniards conquered South America, Central America, and Mexico. Uh, for many things, and they kind of ignored uh, most of, of the what we call the United States now. Um, they they pretty much ignored the the eastern side of the United States. They uh, they've worked on the western side, but kind of ignored the eastern side. And um, so the history explains it. It's an interesting, interesting uh, answer to a question I wondered have wondered about for many years. And it's well worth uh, watching if you haven't seen it. Um, it explains the dictatorships and how they, the change of government is through one overthrow after another. And uh, sadly, and it makes you have a fine appreciation for the constitution that um, and a democracy and uh, leaving in a constitutional democracy. So I digress. Anyway, back to India. They have had, uh, um, they've made a lot of progress, particularly with LGBTQ things. And so what's happening lately, while the culture is is slow to catch up, the laws have changed a lot and, and they continue to change. And so this is another step in that direction. I think it's a good direction. The Supreme Court uh, ruling in India affirmed that same-sex couples and other non-traditional families are entitled to social benefits, a decision that stands in stark contrast to last week's moves by Singapore to exclude LGBTQ people from the legal right to marry. The law must not be relied upon to disadvantage families which are different from traditional ones, the top court's two-judge panel wrote in its decision. This is amazing. Familial relationships take many forms of domestic unmarried partnerships or queer relationships. The case revolved around maternity leave benefits for women who had adopted her husband's children from prior marriage, then conceived a child of her own. While the case did not directly concern LGBTQ family, the ruling written by Justice D.Y. 
should defined a household broadly to include single parents, step parents, and adoptive families. So good on India. They're, they're moving along. Am I running out of time? I am. I may have um, I may have time for a couple more here. So St. Kitts, moving along to St. Kitts and Nevis, which is Central America and the Caribbean. Uh, a Caribbean regional court has ruled that St. Kitts and Nevis pro prohibition of gay sex is unconstitutional. How about that? <laughs> because it violates the right to privacy, striking down one of a handful of bans on same-sex intercourse that still exists in the region. How can you regulate intercourse? Oh, my God. The Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court ruled against two portions of the Offenses Against the Person Act adopted in a dual island nation in 1873. Wow. <laughs> Called upon to 10 years imprisonment for having attempted to have gay sex. Oh, my word. Well, it's about time they addressed that one. <laughs> now, um, I don't know if I have time for this one. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, I think that's uh, that wrap. <clears throat> that about wraps it up. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I couldn't. Di I didn't see that one coming. Anyway, it's time for Ida May and it's time for Craig to sign out here at KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio. If you want to uh, have a guest on here or have some news items or want to get a hold of me, please do so. Love to hear from you and love to get anything that's going on here in Laguna Beach on the air comments, um, updates on what's going on, please call. Signing off. Have a fabulous weekend. It's Labor Day. Monday's a holiday. Hope you got plans with friends and family and get out. Uh, enjoy the beach while you can. Summer's not going to last forever. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much. See you next week. Same time, same place. <laughs>